At Dot & Company, we believe that all agencies deserve amazing account managers and that all of those account managers deserve to be supported, encouraged, and loved on. That's why we started Cam Community, a membership only for account managers. And inside, you'll gain access to the exact training we use to train our own client-facing account managers, but also access to all of our SOPs, processes, and live trainings on a variety of topics. If you're an account manager, this is the place you've been waiting for. Learn more at dotandcompany.co forward slash cam community. Today on the Happy Clients podcast, I have been discussing entrepreneurial freedom with Jen Eckhart. She is a entrepreneur herself. She's a founder of a company who helps agencies, businesses grow and meet those growth milestones, whatever that looks like for the agency. So I'm happy to dive in, chat with Jen and learn all her secrets about agency and business growth. Welcome to the Happy Clients Podcast, brought to you by Dot and Company. Whether you're a virtual assistant, an agency owner, or a client-facing account manager, we all deal with clients. Lucky for you, client management is what we do best. Now, let's dig in, chat cam life, and have some fun along the way. Cheers to happy clients. I am here today with Jen Eckhart, the CEO and founder of Entrepreneurial Freedom, and she has been helping agencies grow their business and really hit those business goals, those sort of milestones that every entrepreneur wishes for. And I'm so excited to chat today, Jen. Welcome. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So we have a ton of agencies that we work for, that we're connected to, digital marketing agencies for sure. But Jen, I would love to know more about, you know, kind of give us the high level rundown of what you're doing at Entrepreneurial Freedom. Absolutely. So we work specifically with consulting agencies and we have had and do have several digital marketing agencies. They're a great fit. And what we're doing is helping a CEO founder who's overwhelmed with the amount of things and resources and people that need to be coordinated. Um, they are often come to me looking for systems and we absolutely do that. But what we also know is that if you don't have some really bright, amazing people running those systems, you're still not going to be able to take an extended vacation. So that's what we do. We help them coordinate all those resources, make sure they have what they need and um, elevate them out of the operations of the business to a place where they're focusing more on marketing and sales next. And then mm -hmm. that's the next place we tackle. Jen, I love that. And it's definitely not uncommon in our world either. People are sort of looking for that next level up, that next growth mode that they're obviously in need of and um, how to get there can always be a little gray sometimes. Yes. So before we kind of dive into how you help all these wonderful businesses reach those goals, I would love to know um, who's the perfect avatar coming to you? Who is set up for success with entrepreneurial freedom? They're ready to go. Who is that person? That person is um, usually a founder CEO because they can do all the things and they don't realize yet that they don't have to do all the things. So that mm -hmm. founder CEO who has 
big ideas and um, big networks and feels like they never get the chance to spend time on those because they're stuck in operations. Um, in terms of size, digital marketing agencies, consulting agencies alike, we're probably looking at around a million in revenue um, when they come to us. And we want probably about five. Um, we have a, always have a unique mix of um, employees or what we call core team members and talent pool. So we help people nice. develop um, some fractional or some freelancer people that can help take the load off when, you know, you have those big expansive um, places. So it makes your capacity more elastic. Um, so yeah. Oh, that, I love that, Jen, the capacity more elastic. That's such a great sort of way to put it for short, because people always want to be in a box, right? You're the entrepreneur. This is what you should be doing. But having that flexibility, that's such a great mindset piece too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the CEOs that we work with a lot of times feel like they're personally responsible for everything that happens in the company. And that there's so much to be gained from hiring really smart people to surround you and then letting them run, you know, letting them come up with the ideas. So the mindset piece for the CEO, a lot of times is really training them to not training. That's not the right word. Coaching. 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 <laughs> Fine. What the ideal outcome looks like. What are we doing and why does it matter? Right. So here's the desired outcome, because what I know for sure after 15 years of doing this work is that um, if we give our people a target to shoot at, if they know mm -hmm. um, beyond a shadow of a doubt what the goal is, they can reach it. It may not be the way that we would do it as CEOs, but they'll hit it. 99% of the time. So we just have to be really good at defining that desired outcome. And I think that desired outcome, that growth piece, um, that freedom as um, your business name lends to, that can be so different for so many people. I'm a mom. There's lots of people on our team that aren't, but prioritizing family and children and activities, that's huge for me. That's a freedom piece. But what is that word freedom? What does that mean for the people you work with? I, I think you've just hit on it. You know, a lot of <laughs> us started our own businesses because we thought we would have that time freedom and that money freedom, right? We don't have to punch in and punch out. The reality for me and for my clients too, was that we ended up working harder for ourselves and longer hours for ourselves than we ever mm -hmm. did for corporate America. And so a lot of that freedom is the time freedom that you're mentioning, you know, the ability to strike some sort of balance between our responsibilities as a spouse or a parent or um, a brother or a sister, or, you know, whatever that looks like in your life, just being able to strike a balance um, and not have to be the only one pushing forward in the business. Yeah, I would say, you know, we see that often here at Dot & Company. We're working with agencies that are carrying it, you know, a lot of the load. They might have other, um, you know, freelancers, what, remote people working with them. But to really have somebody with the same level of investment into their company is you know, not always there. So they definitely feel that sort of weight on them. Um, 
So not to give away everything, Jen, but I would love to pick your brain um, or give away everything. Why not? Right. <laughs> I would love to know. Um, of course, entrepreneurs are of different, you know, there's, there's different types of entrepreneurs, the, the serial entrepreneur, they're going to the next one, they're growing their business next, next, next. There's people that, yeah, want that work-life balance. We're seeing a lot of that lately. Now things are opened up. COVID's over. Well, I don't want to say COVID's over, but you know, people want to travel. They want to go places. They're acknowledging that importance, right? So how do you sort of work your magic based on each person coming to you, each scenario coming to you? I think that's the beauty of what we do <laughs> is how bespoke it is and um, being able to come alongside them and work with them and with their integrator if they already have one. So um, the work that we do is not only with the CEO, but it's also with the integrator or their chief of staff or director of operations. It's called a lot of different things out there, but we're also coaching them as well so, because we won't be there. I always tell my clients, if I'm here more than three years, then I haven't done a good job for you. So mm -hmm. I'm not the, the consultant or the coach that is there to stay forever. So we have some things to learn and that happens best by me working with both of those people. So you're going in, you're working with marketing agencies, let's say, yeah. and you're going in, you're creating custom plans. Is there like a, a framework, a system that you're following to reach those goals, to get to that success marker? Yes, absolutely. There's a framework. And so it starts out really with what we call strategic foundations. So we're looking at how everybody communicates um, we're looking at what's already in place, how it can be improved to make sure that everybody's on the same page. Um, at the same time, we're really pushing and encouraging the CEO to get out of operations. And I was so excited when I came across Dot & Co because one of the first things we do is get them out of client delivery. We divide that client um, involvement between delivery and strategy. So Dot & Co and what you do falls right into that um, client delivery, that client engagement. So once we can remove the CEO from that, there's this whole world that opens up to them and things start to move really fast because they have this freedom and space to do the things they love instead of feeling like they're grinding through a task list. So all that to say, strategic foundations, we start to free up the CEO in that area. Then we look at reliable client success. Um, reliable client success centers around the fact that you have a signature offer that's 80% repeatable, and we're going to build the back end of that, right? You know what you need to deliver, but here's what has to happen on the back end to deliver that consistently and reliably so your clients get the success they need. And then all along the way, really, but at the end, we tie it with a bow and that's um, empowered team. And so we're looking at role descriptions. We're looking at um, mm -hmm. what we call a growth roadmap, which is really a future state accountability chart. And we're looking at engagement. We take a, a hard look at engagement and then we look at how we can address that throughout the year as part of our communication strategy because those people that you mentioned before that are invested in the success of the company, we want a company full of those. And mm -hmm. so really empowering everybody on the team to do their best work in their zones of genius is how we spend 
that part of the program. I can imagine this probably takes some time, but I'm, I I guess I don't know everything about your business, Jen, but I'm assuming a lot of the teams are remote and being sort of dispersed across the country, across the world. Our team is worldwide, as I like to say, international. So how do you sort of find these people? What we find here at Dot & Company, the first part is to find those unicorns, right? You want that really special person, you know, they're all in on Dot, they understand they're getting it. But how do you get them to go from employee to empowered, um, long-term team member? I guess that could be a a way of putting it for sure, right, Jen? (laughs) Yes. And so I think that comes into the way we handle engagement, you know, and so we're constantly working with each of those clients. And I think this is one side of the coin. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you belong? Do you believe in the mission Mm -hmm. that we're we're working towards? Do you um, feel accountable? Do you feel heard within the organization? So we have seven questions that we use to gauge our engagement of everybody. And not only is that a a survey that we do, but it also guides a conversation between each member and their supervisor, right? So you're building relationships. Um, It's interesting coming out of COVID, um, it's really, I think, changed everybody's perspective on what work means. You mentioned work-life balance. And um, I think there's an appreciation for how short life is and how it can change on a dime. So wanting meaning in everything we do is something that I think has um, accelerated. And knowing uh, if I'm an individual contributor, me knowing how I fit in to the mission of the business and how I contribute and help us get there is really important for me. The second part of that is um, something that I call vision catalyst. And so I think that the more we can support these people, um, our team members in hitting their individual goals and dreams, the better Mm -hmm. they do for us. So there's coaching around that as well within that empowered team, because what you learn from, you know, training for a triathlon or getting a your first house, buying your first house, the steps that you go through, you know, with a little bit of coaching or maybe resources, maybe I know a great mortgage broker that I share with you, things like that um, build a lot of skill individually, but it also builds a tremendous amount of loyalty because I know that you care about me and what's going on outside of my life at my desk. I agree wholeheartedly and being client facing and people in our world looking for that client facing person, they totally understand the importance of that empathy, that sort of relationship piece, um, lending itself to clients, but also internal team members too, right? You have to be all in, you have to have that confidence coming from the agency that you're working with. And Jen, you said two really cool things. Um, You definitely spoke about entrepreneurs kind of wanting the next step, employees seeing the growth roadmap, which I think is huge. But do you ever see, I already know the answer, but do entrepreneurs ever have a difficult time taking that next step? Oh, 100%. (laughs) So I spend some time with the CEO um, throughout the program. It's a year long program, but we talk about that, like what's going to happen. And we have to talk about it in advance 
because if we talk about it in while they're in the throes of this emotional like what's mm -hmm. happening then mm -hmm. they don't hear it but um i i call it the difference between superman and yoda so the ceo is so used to coming in as superman and saving the day and putting out the dumpster fires and doing that and we want to move them to more of a yoda stance with their team mm -hmm. so that they're mentoring them instead of managing them and if i can keep them focused on that then we have a lot smoother time because sometimes we get to the point where the team is taking things over and the ceo will say no 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 i need to do that i need to take that back because there's um even though they said that's what they wanted, but they say that they want that freedom. And then once we start to give them that freedom, oh, yeah. they try to grasp everything back. And mm -hmm. so enrolling them in the vision, like what's possible for them and what they can focus on once we take them out of operations is key, but also um, reminding them that it's an emotional thing, right? Mm -hmm. This is a baby that you've nurtured from the beginning mm -hmm. and to let someone else um, take over some of those decisions can be scary. And it mm -hmm. often leaves them wondering, you know, well, what am I here for? What good am I doing? It's kind of a mindset shift that has to happen. And it happens, I would say, multiple times over the course of a business lifetime. Yeah. And I can see how that happens for sure. Even for me personally, and working on things so in the weeds of it that you're like, oh, I'll, I'll just do that. Don't worry. I can just take, yeah. I can take that on. Um, but I think that mindset is so huge. And I have this great question that I wanted to ask you, Jen, like when does growth work best? Maybe people come to you and they think they want to grow and they want all the frameworks and all the best practices. But if you're not um, sort of all in on entrepreneurial freedom, then you can't quite get there. So who, who does growth work for? And I think we answered that at the beginning, but in what scenario is growth working the best? You're all in on um, your framework, you're leaning in, your mindset's right, you have the best team. Like what is that sort of secret sauce for successful growth in your, I was going to say agency, but maybe in businesses that you work with? Yeah, and I think that it's just so um, individual. We have mm -hmm. worked with clients where we um, position stuff and we get, get call it foundation integration. So we're building that foundation so that they can grow exponentially in you know future years. So once we build that foundation and we give the CEO some space, we have started then to push for the growth that they said they wanted and had them say, you know what, I, I've thought about this. I've talked it over with my spouse. I think we're good here. Like this is the mm -hmm. level that I want to stay at. Mm -hmm. And there's more to it than that, right? You can't just say, I'm not growing past this because there, there has to be constant innovation, but you mm -hmm. always have control over that growth. And I think that's important for CEOs um, to understand that they get to um, control the pressure valve, if you will, of mm -hmm. how much growth they want and need. And it's a question we ask ourselves on a regular basis. How much is enough, right? Do we get right. to a point? So we're moving towards from integration to innovation. So we have to talk with them about impact and what they want their existence and the existence of the business 
to mean in this world. And it's often that shift in thinking and that shift in focus that helps them decide how much growth do we want? How involved do I want to be? But if you think about a mixing board, it's like finding the just right, I call it the Goldilocks index of all <laughs> these different ways to be involved in the business. And they get to choose and I'm there to, to help empower them to get there. And correct me if I'm wrong, we're in an industry that changes regularly, daily, if not hourly. Yeah. Um, sometimes growth happens sideways, lateral. Sometimes it happens up. Sometimes it it happens down and you learn and you can go up even further. It's not um, a one, I guess, a straight path, as they say, right? Absolutely. absolutely. So you're looking for the growth trend. But one of the things that we do is also help them establish a a strong personal brand. I have a, a great um, branding expert that, that we talk with, but that gives us the platform for that impact. And it gives the CEO something else to focus on. And then we start to talk about, are there other divisions? Maybe this division or this business mm -hmm. that I initially came in to help with is fully baked and it, it can grow on its own. Is there something else related, like you're saying, sideways that we can and should develop that we spin up as an individual or a, as a division of its own under the, the platform? And then if it really takes off, can be a whole nother business, right? So we're not just looking at this um, small, we're looking at a, a legacy, right? And what we yeah. want that to be. And I find there's almost... Again, in, in our world, the marketing world, there's people that want to grow their business, sell it, make a bunch of money, check. There's yeah. people that want to grow it, maintain it, keep, you know, a handful of really well-established clients, their family, you know, that's their goal. And I think that probably goes back to even what we discussed earlier, right? What does that growth look like for you? Um, I think it's really important and, and what I've realized and, and what probably everybody you're working with, Jen, realizes is that growth looks different at different times, different yeah. quarters, different days. Um, but kind of moving forward is always, you know, just such a great feeling um, and being innovative and really responding to the industry and understanding your clients and what they need and how to sort of service, provide a service that is more holistic and, and well-rounded. And I think there's different levels of for sure. Um, but understanding that entrepreneurs do sort of have this like burning thing inside of them that makes them do the next thing, go to the next thing. Mm -hmm. So if you have a really established initial foundation, how great is it to have that freedom? Um, and I'd, I'd love to know sort of, Jen, you have this, this great concept, this great framework of entrepreneurial freedom. You have some other things coming into the works. Um, so tell me more about what you're doing sort of on your business side, Jen. Um, gosh, we've experienced a <laughs> tremendous amount of growth in the last couple of years. And that's because we've worked with some really amazing clients and it's tremendously rewarding for me. Uh, mm -hmm. to see those clients succeed. Um, what we're working on going forward this week, actually um, Thursday, we have an ebook that we've written called The Friday Effect um, that will drop on Thursday. And uh, it's completely free. We're working on building a community on the backside of that. But um, one of the things that we've learned and coined this term, The Friday Effect over the last 15 years 
is that for CEOs, progress and big ideas and innovation don't happen when you're grinding through a task list. So one yeah. of the things that we do immediately is encourage the CEO to take Fridays off. Fridays always seems like, like the most natural day. So if we can get the CEO to take Friday off, it doesn't matter what they do as long as it's not work. That extra space often leads to solutions that he'd never or she'd never thought of before, ideas for expansion. There's all sorts of great things that come from the Friday effect. So this ebook kind of walks you through um, what you need to do that, the habits that you need to establish as a CEO to enable that Friday effect to happen for you. Because that's a lot of times one of their chief complaints when they come to us is, I'm working too many hours. I want to be with my family. I can't get there. Help me get there. So that'll drop on Thursday. We'll have that ready to go. So the Friday effect will drop. It'll publish on Thursday, October 26th. We'll link everything down below, which will be easy access. I love that idea of the Friday effect. I think it's like this, this like untouchable dream sometimes like, oh, we own our business. We own our schedules. We can take Fridays off. Um, but I can see how, how that waterfalls into a more productive team, maybe just um, a more productive end to your week where Fridays can come in hot. They can be panicky. They can be trying to get everything done before the weekend for sure. So um, as much as everybody loves a day off, I see what you're trying to do there, Jen, sort of just get that down to the team members to really kind of tie things up and be really in good shape for the week to come. Yeah, absolutely. It de definitely has a trickle down effect for everybody. Mm -hmm. And for some of the businesses, as we've gotten into it, the Friday effect starts to apply to everybody. So we've mm -hmm. gone to four day weeks with some of our clients so that everybody gets to enjoy that Friday effect. And that goes to that powerful, empowered team. They've done the work to make that happen, right? Because that was one mm -hmm. of their goals. Yep. We have some agencies doing that too. And you think it's impossible. And we're in this culture of work, 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 nine to five in the, even though I don't believe a lot of the people we work with are, but definitely, you know, some of those corporate tendencies just sneak in. Um, but don't forget why you've created your business, right? You make the rules. So um, some of the agencies we work with do that too, which is so cool. I think in the summer, it's a bit easier. We, we get there sometimes, um, you know, heading into things like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Q4, these are big events, but to have sort of that stability inside of your business is really, really cool. And something, you know, I think Dot and Company could benefit from, but even to have the the goal to work to, towards, right? And to have all teams like invested in that too. I guess that's like a, a reoccurring theme here, isn't it? Sort of that investment in frameworks and processes and best practices. So you have the book coming out, Jen. Everything can be found at entrepreneurialfreedom.com. Jen, that's so awesome. I've learned so much today. And I think it's all starting with things like mindset and being prepared for the change. I think that can be a huge hurdle for, you know, just me knowing all the agencies we work with. And as much as they need that client facing person on the team, it does take a lot of just maybe the word is entrepreneurial strength, right? It's the solopreneur anymore. You're really kind of letting the team in and taking over those tasks, putting more space back on your plate for those things, those goals, growth that you want to see. So 
Um, I love everything about it, Jen. I think there's some really strong um, takeaways from this podcast. Is there anything else we should know? Oh, I there is. Yes. Um, part of what um, part of what I love about working with entrepreneurs is the community. As I was listening to you talk about entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, I was mm-hmm. thinking about how lonely entrepreneurship can be mm-hmm. because it's not like you can talk to neighbor Jim about you know the revenue that you lost this month or celebrate. The revenue that or you go to the boardroom and and have a bunch of colleagues to chat around the water cooler with yes I get it mm-hmm. so we are taking what we already teach and have taught for years in our VIP program which is one-on-one and moving it to a very small group program we're expecting it to only have five to eight um, visionary integrator pairs so that will launch in January of 2024 Um, And so we're taking applications for that now so that um, we can build this um, group of entrepreneurs that are there to support each other. One of the beautiful things that happens in that small group um, when I've done this before is there's areas where you can mentor others, but another area where you need the mentorship from someone else. And I have noticed that sometimes they'll hear something from a colleague that they didn't hear from me. Does that make sense? Cool. Like, I yeah, for me, but their colleague says it in a way that's really meaningful to them. And that's what we're there for, right? The progress, it doesn't have to come from me. It's a really beautiful place to grow and be supported and to give support. And we're, we're of the same mindset. We cannot do everything alone. Although we kind of have this really awesome cam fam, as I like to call them, but a group of client account managers, um, you're working in the agency sort of one-on-one, right? You and the agency owner and their team. Um, But having a team behind you that has done the same thing before, has been there, done that, or maybe just is going through it at the same time is so valuable because as much as someone like you, Jen, can can tell them coming from a peer, from those struggles, um, from the industry right now, it's completely different. And um, it's such a valuable piece to to the entrepreneurial puzzle, right? One, what, what do they say? One brain or two brains are better than one, right? Well, why not 50 are better than one? So um, it's such a great sort of space and super valuable to entrepreneurs, I'm sure. We're very excited. Yay. Um, so go over to entrepreneurialfreedom.com. All the information's there. The ebook, The Friday Effect is available now and you can hop on over and get that. Everything is linked below. Jen, this has been a great chat. Um, I know there's been a lot of information given today and super valuable to our audience. So I can't thank you enough for sharing all your secrets and your wisdom about growth and sort of business structure and best practices and how to get to those goals. Perfect. Glad to be here and appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. And I'm excited to continue our relationship and be able to send potential clients to camp. Thank you, Jen, for chatting with me today on the Happy Clients podcast. Of course, there was a ton of information 
um, and so much learned about growth possibilities with business owners, entrepreneurs, and really achieving and how to achieve that professional freedom. And if you want to learn more about Jen, we've linked everything below entrepreneurialfreedom.com. And don't forget to pick up her ebook, The Friday Effect, available now. Thank you for listening and cheers to happy clients. Cheers to happy clients.